So the first friend that we have joining us today is Brooke. So Brooke. Yes. I have never done this before. (laughs) I am also walking, so my breathing is going to be labored. But I felt this nudge from God to go record a podcast. So I turned on my podcast app. And then he said, invite your friends to join you. And I was like, how do I do that, God? And he's like, just follow my lead. Mm -hmm. So it is not random that you were the first one to jump on. Because I have to tell you that this was after I sat with the Lord on a prompting that you gave me in the middle of our Bible study. I don't remember what rabbit trail we were on, but you said to me, what year was it and where were you when you were 30? Do you remember that? 33, yes. So up and lo and behold he took me back to where my fitness career was taking me places that I had not even dreamed up or imagined and I have to say that the scripture that he gave me in launching a fitness ministry was the very verse that says Now to him who's able to do beyond what we could ask or think. And so he took me back to 2007, which was the very first year that I found myself on the Radio One, One Love Gospel Cruise. Hmm. And when I sat in it this morning, he says, sometimes I'll take you back to where you've been to see where you're going but I need you to be mindful of the people who are on the path with you right now. And my devotional said, if you'll listen to the whisper, you'll hear the way. But the whisper might not always come directly from God's mouth, but through someone else's. Hmm. So I say, it wasn't coincidence that you were the one that jumped on first. (laughs) So I don't have an agenda. (laughs) You know me, right? I'm just like, whatever God says, that's what's about to happen. So today, as I started walking, he said, you need to recognize the opportunity to grow your maturity And to go back to what you know that works. And he said, that might mean going back through your resume. Now I know why it was you that jumped on here. He said, go back through your resume and ask yourself, what skill set do you have that could strengthen the body of Christ? So let's start there. Mm -hmm. What skill set do you have that could strengthen the body of Christ? That's actually on my resume. But here's the thing, like see it beyond your resume because it's on your resume. 
But what looks ordinary and mundane to us and like really simple and even potentially matter of fact for the work that you did it for, God says, watch me use that. Right? Sometimes we think the things that are simple are too simple to be impactful. And the things that might be strategic, God says, watch me dismantle it and use pieces of it to fine tune the body of Christ. So off the top of your head, what's one skill that you have? Maybe that you, maybe that you not know for sure, God could totally use that. Maybe it's one you're wondering, how would he use that? Well, I don't know. Um, what's one skill that you have? Audio. I can manipulate audio. audio. How about mm-hmm. that? So what happens when the person that is speaking or singing or recording, what happens when their voice is coming out, but on the receiving end, you can't hear anything? What's the technical glitch? There's a connection that's not being made somewhere. Okay. So what would they, where would be the first place that the receiver would have to check? Is the power on? Uh huh. (laughs) See (laughs) law. Okay. What would be the next thing that you would have to check? Is the volume up? All right. (laughs) And what would be another consideration? Are the levels right? All right, now. (laughs) I think we might be getting somewhere (laughs) with this. All right, so now that we've checked, is the power on? Check. Is the volume up? Check. Are the levels where they need to be? Check. Our speaker producer says... I'm turned up. My power is on. I can see that my levels are calculating and they're checking everything that I'm doing and everything's balanced. I don't really know what's happening on your end. I'm not sure why you're not receiving the output. What else could they check? Are you muted? Would that be for the receiver or the speaker? Either. But the other person's power could be off as well. And they're just talking loud and saying nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad I'm recording this. I'm just going to say that. And if you can't tell, I'm smiling so big right now. My face hurts. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Okay. All right. Both the giver and receiver, their power is turned on. We checked the volume of both. Both are now officially unmuted. Hashtag amplified melanated voices. (laughs) Um, That's another topic. Um, 
the mutes are set, the volume is set, the levels are set, the connection is there. For some reason, the receiver can't hear the speaker. What could we check? So is this just a single receiver or a multiple receiver? Because it could be the wrong receiver. Hmm. So you're saying that maybe if the speaker slash presenter thought they were only speaking to one output. You could have five and I can be on one and you can be on three and we're not on the same level. We're not on the same page. We're not on the same speaker. Come on. Come with it. In your words, I'm going to let you be great. (laughs) Go ahead and teach me. (laughs) Because here's the thing. God said to me last month, maybe, that this was a season of giving voice lessons. And a couple months prior to that, he said for me to start studying music theory and understanding music and how it's created and how each instrument is required to play at a certain level in order for it to properly be heard as itself. And that if the person on the receiving end was going to hear exactly what the composer wrote, that the composer had to do their part to make sure every instrument that was required was there and that every instrument played its part and that they all followed what the composer had written, not what they thought needed to be said or heard, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this symphony or orchestra or quartet, duet, whatever you want to call it, but that the syncopation of all of that put together in harmony is a rhythm of obedience, Mm -hmm. right? The same is true with voice lessons. A person may think they're saying something and articulating it, but on the receiving end, there's no sound. And you could get louder and louder on your end, but if the receiver can't hear you, it's of no value. So, okay, we have figured out that you know audio. And I think we have figured out without pinpointing it and laying it out how God could use that. It's there. What's another skill that you have? So let me pause and say, I used to be a career advisor and I would help students who had zero experience take a look at their skills, whether they were occupational or what's considered soft skill, leadership skill, people skill, and how could it be used in a profession? So I love that God never wastes a single moment of our lives, and he's very good at repurposing. So he is in the business 
of repurposing something that the world stole from you and decided to use as its own. So what other skill do you currently have? Um, well, I guess coaching or managing skills. I guess they are one in the, one in the same. I don't know. Um, well, this morning, this morning, God said there are words that people are using. And he just said this kind of in passing while I was making coffee. He said, there are words that people are using interchangeably and they are incorrect because you can coach and not know how to manage. Right. Yeah. And you can manage but not know now how to coach. But if you want to be good at both, you should know. I mean, good at one, you should know how to do both, correct? I would think so. Because hmm. I, I, would, I, would, I would veer on the side of saying they're not the same things. But I would also caution to say you probably do need to know how to do both well. And it starts with coaching and managing yourself. Hmm. Because how can you expect to coach someone if you don't know what it means to be coached because otherwise you try to manipulate someone into being or doing something that you're not even really familiar with the outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So a coach would have at some point in their life been coached. Correct. And a manager at some point in their life would have been managed. Correct. So once we have received the responsibility, then we get to carry the torch of the reliability. Right? Mm -hmm. Because they can trust not only that you know what you're doing, but how you're doing it, who you're doing it for, and who you're doing it with. Because coaching by yourself with yourself is not coaching. That's hygiene <laughs> and self-care. But if you don't know, you know the scripture that says, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself. How can you love someone else? Exactly. So that is a transferable skill, whether it be in the marketplace or ministry, because Paul even says in Philippians, let's figure out how Christ did it and let's pick up the mantle and be that for others, not thinking of yourself more highly than others, not doing any of it for selfish gain, but so that they will see Christ in you. And to do it without Christ in us would be for selfish gain. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. Next skill. Mm. <laughs> marketing. Marketing. What do you mean by marketing? Marketing as in possibly advertising, research, 
um, demographics, pinpoint sales, advice on um, business. Someone needs some something like a business they're trying to do or whatever. And they need advice on like what steps they should take to get their business started, business planning, that type of stuff. Hmm. How, so I'm going to ask you, how would you see that as God using that for advancing the kingdom or for somebody that's listening that doesn't know what that means, just spreading the gospel, teaching people about Christ. Who are you trying to reach? Marketing. Okay. Are you trying to reach the youth? Are you trying to reach single parents? Are you trying to reach, um, Strand, what are you trying to say? It's good. Do and you go to That's... the wrong group, they're not hearing what you're trying to say. So if you're trying to reach a group of 40 and over and you land on a group of 20 and under, they're gonna look at you like, lady, stop it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Is it that speaks to me because I've been studying reliability and how that relates to the work that God calls us to do. And without digging into my own research, (laughs) everything that you just spoke is exactly the definition of reliability that you have to know what it is you're offering, who you're offering it to, And what would be the end result that you are moving toward? Because if you don't know what you're offering, you certainly don't really know who you're offering it to. You're just wasting your time. You're wasting everybody's time and valuable gifts and talents. And I was reading in Romans 12 today that whatever it is that you've been given as a gift you get to give it gladly so that it will be received with the heart that it was given. But if it's given in a a heart of, I don't know if they're going to receive this, that's the message that you send. That's good stuff. This might be one of the longest podcasts I've ever recorded. (laughs) You're welcome. I appreciate you willing, being willing to go first. Only because I didn't know I was going first. Yeah, I figured you didn't. It's a good (laughs) thing you didn't because you probably wouldn't. Exactly. (laughs) You know me so well. I do, I do. So for those of y'all that are listening, my name is Amia Freeman. You were listening to Brooke Green, who is a sister, friend, colleague, whatever, (laughs) fellow fitness freedom fighter. Um, And I'm looking forward to see what God does with her and the skills that she presented to him. Because here's the thing, when you name them, you offer them. And when you bring them to the light, they can no longer exist in darkness. In the darkness and the shadows of lies, 
the enemy has a way of saying, this is all useless. But when brought to the light, God gets to decide what he will do with what you've offered him. So, as it says in Luke, may it be unto me as you have promised. So, friends, I hope that this has helped you adjust your focus. And until next time, live free and love well. Take care. Thanks, Brooke. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye.